Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Out of Ashan podcast. You know, this week I had a chance to listen to um, some interesting podcasts um, it's, that talks about the folks who have repatriated back to the garden, back to the continent of Africa. And, you know, one key factor that just kept coming up was how or what was the motivation? What drew them back home or what drew them to Africa as a whole? Because, you know, growing up, we used to see so many different images of poverty, of war, of desolation. And oftentimes it it caused us to kind of separate ourselves from our heritage, from our background. Sometimes you would prefer not being called your African name, but your American name. So call me Alex. Don't call me Kofi. You know, call me call me John. Don't call me Yao. You know, different things of that nature. So in, in this particular episode, the gentleman was saying how it was his dad um, that kind of kept that focus in his household. He said his mom was a Christian. His dad wasn't into the church, but he was very in much into African traditions. And so like he was into libations, always um, keep in mind of the ancestors. One example he gave was he said during like Thanksgiving, he said, well, um, every time when they sat down to eat a meal, he will always have a separate meal to the side of empty in commemoration or in remembrance of the ancestors. And he used to say his mom used to get so mad, but he used to always wonder like why his dad would do that. So over the years and his dad would travel and every time he had an opportunity to go, he'd say, I'm going to go to Africa. He couldn't understand why people idolize Paris and Greece and all these other places. And it was like, but we have a whole continent that we don't even visit. But he said, so it, it made sense to me because I remember even our upbringing, how we used to see some of the men in our church, like you see the wives, the, the women would be in the church, but then they wouldn't go to church. So we used to look at them like, oh, look at these backsliders, they're sinners. But they kept hold to the traditions, even so they're much more connected to, to their much more lives. personable, too. It was like the very much personable. church was like very um, it's almost like brainwashed in the sense that they didn't uh, have a, a, a that personal touch like all our uncles that would be the drunkards who would drink the Heineken's and didn't go to church were the ones who were at least even when I, when my parents had passed, they were the ones who were a lot more compassionate personally. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? They weren't like, just know that they're in heaven and da 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 da. They was like, yeah, don't worry, we I'll take care of you. You know, they was it was a lot more personal. But they yeah, were the yeah. same ones who would tell us, yeah, Junior. My sister called me Junior the other day or June. I was like, man, I haven't heard that in so long because you pretty much called me Yao. You was the only one that was calling me June. That was from my uh, upbringing. But uh. When you said that, it, it brings me back to the, the concept of church, right? Church, and what is the root of church? Where did church come from? Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with one of our partners, and he's been studying the ecumenical councils, whether it be the Nicene all the way to Constantinople, which was like in 300 AD. So all these different councils were where the church fathers would come together and debate on what was considered doctrine for mm -hmm. the church. But you have to remember the Savior or the New Testament um, church came as a result of New Testament. In the Old Testament, it was synagogue, temple, uh, gathering, assembly, the tabernacle. It was, uh, it was more about the people and a bloodline and a culture. Whereas once the New Testament got a hold of the, the book, they began to push the idea of church. So if church comes from a Roman concept, and then those ecumenical um, councils came together and talked about different doctrines. 
pushed certain books in, certain books were out. Because if you look at the Ethiopian canon, they had like 86 books, which included <clears throat> Enoch and Jubilees and um, Maccabees. All those books were in there. Mm -hmm. And then the Catholics came and they truncated it or um, closed it up, cut these mm -hmm. ones off in their councils. And then when the Reformation, Martin Luther, 17th century, 16th century came around, which is around the time when the European slave trade, Atlantic slave trade was at its highest peaks, they truncated it even more and gave it to 66 books that we have now. And from there, we've been operating. So if, we, if we're afraid or in denial, as we said earlier, about how we came to understand church as it is and how we function as a people, it was a separatist, like we're better than. That's the colonization piece we were talking about earlier, colonization versus enslavement. So you think you're better than those who don't worship like you or who don't see the Bible like you do. Even amongst us, the Baptists were different from the Pentecostals, and the Pentecostals said they're not speaking in tongues, so they're not this, or they're not really saved, and they didn't. It's right, a never-ending It's a never ending battle. So, you know, as we get older, and like I was saying, I was talking to one of our partners. He said it was eye-opening for him to see how many years, from 300 mm. A.D. to 2023 A.D., all this time, there has been councils of people coming together to determine what is considered proper doctrine, doctrine or what is considered right, what is considered the, the stance of, of the church. So the church now becomes, is it still the same church that the Savior was talking about or the assembly that he was talking about when he said, I came for the lost sheep, I'm coming for a people, I'm from the seed of David, I'm from a bloodline that now has become about uh, institution are those the same things or are we under this sort of spell you know some people say the god spell, god spell. or the god spell <laughs> are we are we lying to ourselves or in denial about the reality of where things are and then how much does that affect our uh, identity because like you said the brother was talking about how if it wasn't for his dad at least trying to ad adhere and hold on to Africa, Afrocentric values that he would have lost himself completely in the name of church. But there are certain things that change when you follow the most high that all cultures need to repent and, and realign themselves, but it shouldn't change the essence of who you are. You, are. you still are Afro. You still are, you know, a male. You still are a female. Let me ask you a question. To kind of uh, rewind a little bit, you because you mentioned <clears throat> the original books. So we lost over 20-something books, and now you're, we're down to 66. So my question is, why? Because mm -hmm. in 2023, we're operating at a lower level, meaning there's certain, there's knowledge that was removed, was purged, that was consolidated down by these councils, Catholics, Whatever, whoever was the epitome of leadership at that time, as far as in the um, in that world, in that arena, they decided amongst themselves what needs to be purged over time. You get these many different versions, and then now we're here, and we've been sitting on these 66. Mm. So, but the question is, why were those books removed? And I remember we had that previous conversation with uh, Pastor Gemma, and you know, shout out to Pastor Gemma. He said the same thing. He said, you know what, you go to seminary, 
they don't teach you about those books. Mm-hmm. You you may I remember the first time I heard about the Dead Sea Scrolls. That mm-hmm. wasn't a movie. That wasn't in ch- church. That wasn't in seminary. So I used to think it was some mythical type of Harry Potterish type thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. So you see how they throw an ounce of uh, truth there, but you think it's you think it's something that's in the fantasy world, not that it actually literally exists. But that's the reason. So what do you think the reason was behind them removing those books? Because now when you go and read some of those books, you start to hear what the prophets and what they were talking about. Like, whoa, there might have been a hint of why. They didn't want certain people to grab hold to that information because they know knowledge is power and that would kind of affect change <laughs> in the world we live in. So what was going on at that time I mean, you that already, caused them? You already that answered that the question. <laughs> but to expound a little bit on what you've already laid so wonderfully is let's go back to spirit space. Always remember spirit, root, fruit. The deceiver. In, in chapter three, we go to Genesis chapter one, the Most High is showing how he made this physical environment through the power of word, through the power of his word, through what he spoke. And we have that same creative power. That's why we speak, whether we speak it out orally or in uh, audio form, or if we think thoughts, it's still a form of speaking and creating. Genesis chapter two, east of the garden in Ethiopia. Adam was made. Abram, the Savior, whom they call Jesus, all of these came from the seed of Adam. So we know where it came from, which is the continent that they call Africa, a.k.a. the Garden, because the Most High called it the Garden. So if we circle from that standpoint, that in chapter 3, what did he do? He tried to throw the caretakers off so that they could be off for generations to come that's when sin or malfunction entered the earth and threw everything off but how did he do it he took the word and he manipulated it mm-hmm. he took the word and he, he said did god say god didn't just say this but he said this and this is what he meant and because of our own godlike nature he knew how to pull to the ego he knew how to pull to the greed we call it the eve syndrome but we'll talk about that another time uh because it's not just focused on the female but there is some aspects that we do want to go into at some point because um, ultimately the male adam was the first one that was given that commandment and he didn't do a good job of caretaking the garden so it's both that fell into sin and both were um, that's why he punished both of them saying through childbearing through this through sweat and toil the earth is not going to respond to you because now everything is off kill so satan understanding that now can maneuver throughout everything to control and manipulate the devil can't cannot create it's always manipulated it's always sampled it's always um a a regurgitation of something that was is plagiarism plagiarism however you want to flip that that is the way he operates so when you move into these councils um moving forward now um into that the early parts of what we call ad or the 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 Roman Greco Roman um, reign uh, from the first century up until now we are in the twenty first century or will this be the twentieth century? I never understood why they say thirteen hundred. It's the fourteenth century. It, why wouldn't it just be the thirteenth century? But th- that's a part of the did God say you 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 take truth and you can manipulate it because if you don't know the truth and you hear portions of the truth that connect to your soul. 
then it, that's what woos you in. But then the deception is what throws you off. So when they set these councils, they decided which books are supposed to go in and what would not work out for political reasons, ecumenical reasons, um, and ultimately suppressing the truth. But the most I said in these times when the, the signs of the time are coming, I'm going to shift the environment and I'm going to allow knowledge to be increased at a high level. What are we seeing now? Knowledge is increased on the highest level that humans have ever experienced it through via the Internet. But then what is what happens with when you get a lot of truth, you get a lot of misinformation, all these things. So you still need the most high to guide you by his spirit to help you understand and overstand and understand what is actually true. So I'll, I'll point out a couple of books. There's several books and I've read just about every book, at least of uh, perusing it, but I haven't gone into the depth of study on all books, but the books that I have done a, a deeper study that is still found in the, in the Ethiopian canon. So even as us as Afro peoples, we should really critically think and say, all right, cool. This is the canon that they've given us or the, the rule of measure. That's what canon means or the books that they've put together, the 66 books. Why wouldn't we look at the at least the Ethiopian canon and see what books are missing and just read it to see possibly there's some stuff in there that might be a benefit to help us understand things. And there is especially the book of Enoch, the book of Jubilees and the book of Jasher. Now, if both all three of those books, especially Jasher and Enoch, has portions of that book in the 66 books now. So you look at the book of Enoch and the book of Jude, it talks about 10,000 of his saints in his hand. Uh, ten, he will come with 10,000 of his saints. I can't remember the exact uh, term, but that is a reference from Enoch. Same yeah, thing right. with Jasher. You go to the book of Joshua when the sun stood still and he was saying, isn't it written in the book of Jasher? So right there, there was a whoever the scholars were at their council. Somebody fell asleep. Somebody and missed that it. Book. <laughs> somebody messed up on the editing. The editing is crucial. Even in it's John good. chapter one, where it talks about that Joseph was the father of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! Hold on. That means he's not. You see how that that throws people off when you have to. You're going to challenge this, or you're going to say this, or you're going to say that's not true. Or goes, you got to relook at everything now. There goes that, that denial. Goes back to the denial. But denial, if we go back to spirit space, is what the scriptures will call a stronghold. That's a stronghold that the enemy puts in the mind, casting down imagination and every thought that raises itself against the knowledge of the most high. And Satan doesn't want you to know the most high because then you have victory, you have power. But if you can be deceived and know portions, remember, the devil's always going to give you portions of truth. Deception is never real without a form of truth in it. But if you can't discern the truth, you will be living a lie. You could be thinking this this way. And that's why my favorite quote I say all the time is um, J. Cole. where He said, the good news is you went the you came a long way. The good news is you came a long way. The bad news is you went the wrong way. Mm. So that's the journey that we've been on. Uh, and that's what this out of a shine was birthed from is like, OK, we have no sense of identity. We're, we're reading a book that's been translated through other individuals who enslaved many groups of people. And it's written in Greek and then from Greek went to all the other language and then came to English. You talked earlier, you said about how much is lost in translation just off of that. Mm -hmm. So that's why most people are like I'm not listening to any of it. All of it's fake. It's the white man's book. Da, 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 da. And I understand those sentiments and I've been through all of those. So I get it. 
However, the most high in the beginning, his word is so strong that it can penetrate through all of whatever Satan or people or things have come to try to distort it. And that's why it's still the most read book. That's why it still has been standing all this time, even though people have tried to debunk it and say it's not worth it. And da, 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 da. It's yeah. still here because the most high's undercurrent is still there. And those who are his will be able to understand and interpret and help others see it through the meander. So you have to study to show yourself approved. So that's what we do. We've studied. And then reading the book of Enoch gives you a clear understanding because he was right before the flood. So he helps you understand all that's been going on to this day because everything is cyclical. So what we're seeing right now has already been done. It's just yeah. looking mm -hmm. differently. And Enoch comes in and helps with that. Yeah, because yeah, the scriptures say that heaven and earth will pass away but his word will always remain yes, so regardless of who reinvents it who tries to misinterpret it mm -hmm. the truth will always be present and then you will get bits and pieces of it that you can like you said the reference points mm -hmm. I remember one minister always said that every prophet that came up always referenced a previous prophet mm -hmm. previous word just like how we're talking right now our words will go forth. Somebody will reference something you said, just like you mm -hmm. reference a teacher. So in the African traditions, at the way we are, we move in oral traditions. So that's why the word will never die. Mm -hmm. As long as we, our spirit, our, we are human beings exist, words will never die. From music that you heard 20 years ago, you can still regurgitate it. Mm -hmm. so you die. Somebody, once it gets in you, you, it just keeps going, 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 and phew, it's gone. There's a spirit. So, that's it. That's it. And they say, you know, we did do oral tradition, but we also wrote things down. Look, at it's mm -hmm. etched in stone it's as the, some of my comedians. It's on the walls. It's on so the walls. we were writing. Moshe was writing. All these people were writing. We would, Everything that's been done, we've already done it because nature already has it. And the more we spent time in the garden or when we spent time in nature, like when we went to uh, the farm, the BTE farm learning the the topography and seeing how the, the how the earth is so connected and symbiotic is the term they were using how tadpoles and fireflies speak of a land that is healthy because it had been sitting for three years so the earth was mm -hmm. what be able to reset itself there was no mm -hmm. one working the land so the the trees are popping up everything as the most high spoke it is beginning to realign itself so it's it's really cool to understand that all those technical ideals that we have picked up in 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 cultural ways that are so advanced is not advanced it's still copying what has already been laid in nature like how the bees only go to certain um po uh, pollinate with only plants. And it can only take that pollination to another place. And that's the only thing that can receive it. And there's all these different systems that we're not aware of. The white, uh, the, the, the tiger shark does not know that you exist. But it has its own world. It can travel from, I was watching planets, uh, some yeah planets on Netflix. And it, it will travel during a certain season. And magnetically from the earth would go coals like, that 6,000 miles all the way over there knowing that the food was going to be there to, to feed it. Right on time. Birds know when the seasons change, winter time comes, oh, time to go south. So <laughs> out, so the people in the garden on the east coast, whether it be the Nubians, uh, Sudan, and all those pyramids that are, there's millions of, they only talk about Egypt, um, but Sudan has even more pyramids, um, yeah. pyramids as that sister was sharing with us. So we've 
learned from the ants when i looked at that anthill that's when i knew i was like oh they watched the ants and then we took that knowledge base and then because solomon will always talk about the ant the animals the bees the the ant knows how to plant in the season so they were studying it and then what do you do you learn the science its ways and then can as the most high's nature made in the image of the most high you can create any physical form and and make it so so anything you think like they say here you can do it but they always try to relegate it within the context of the capitalistic system as opposed to just in general period you That's can it. create anything you want so us as a people who have been downtrodden have been cast aside have been a byword among the nations it's like everyone got the memo but us but at the same time we're waking up everywhere we're hearing conversations about afros in in brazil afros That's here it. and things we're talking about right now we talked about five years ago but we think in time according to the way we've been uh conditioned but the most high's word does it is timeless it's not restricted by time or by any of those things so that's why he said be careful what you say because it will you will be held into account so if you speak um about creating certain things and and whatever your motivation for creating it you don't want it to be just driven by money because you could be speaking damnation yeah. to yourself to your mm -hmm. seed line so forth and so on but if it's really the intention to help people then the earth is going to take yeah. care of you anyway you're going to get everything you need that's mm -hmm. it yeah, I mean, th that's powerful. I mean, if, even when we look at the life of Samuel, he was manifesting his destiny way into his childhood. Same thing um, that, you, that you find. Because I remember growing up, we would, we would do and feel and see certain things and not really understand what's going on. We get to the point now would be it's second nature because now you recognize, you're like, oh, okay, that's what it is. Then you say, it. I'm to the point where I just write things down and just put a date next to it. And then I would just confirm mm -hmm. it. And show, oh, yeah, remember on this day, blah, blah, blah. How you know? It's just something I know, I know the gifting that's there and what it's for. It's not me to explore it or anything, but I know if I there's something I need to know that needs to be on my horizon that I should be aware of, I know how the Lord reveals it to me. And it's over time and phases, mm -hmm. usually once or twice. The second time I was like, okay, I was like, duh, that's what, that's what it was the whole time. Oh, I did see that. Don't go here. Don't make this move. Take this opportunity, not that one. And then you start to see the pieces fit together. And sometimes we always talk about being in a neighborhood. You're just in the right neighborhood. You're just taking a step. That's why Jonah got swallowed up by the belly. He was trying to avoid that altogether. But everywhere he went was causing calamity because he was out of alignment. He was, wasn't where he was supposed to be. Until, even so, the people, how did, how did the people around him realize it? Nature was off course. What's going on here? What's the flood? Why are the gods, why are they doing this to us? Because just like animals, they respond to what they see in the, in the natural elements. We're so far removed from it. Just the idea of paved roads. When, when, you, when you think of old civilizations, nobody ever made roads. Everything was grass. It was dirt. It was clay. So now, now when we're starting to compress particles and unnatural objects and plastics, all this stuff mm -hmm. on top of the natural order, now we're mystified when we, have, when we see landslides, when we see these big old massive ground holes. You're, shift, you're trying to alter nature. It doesn't operate. We are finite, so we're going to recycle ourselves. We're going to live. We're going to die, and there's people going to live. The Earth lives on. When we say the Earth is getting hotter, it's getting warmer. The Earth is the Earth. We can't deal in the element when the Earth changes. Just a a, a, a centella of, of 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 temperatures will just burn up. We can see the sun, and we and we feel hot at eighty degrees. But do you know what it feels like to like if you were next to this, you couldn't even you couldn't even be in the sun's presence. With that far, how they know it's so many miles away? How do they know? 
The sun is eight, nine hundred. How you know? That's what we were told. We don't know. Their mathematics, their science. We have to just go go with their calculations, which goes again that we talked about. Just looking at the illumination of the the world flag, the world a map. How when you hear the size and the matter, we used to oh, United States is big. Oh man, this, these areas are big. And then people's like, no, they showed you a snapshot for a particular reason to give you the illusion of something is bigger than it really is. But then when you really look at the world map, you see how big Africa is compared to everybody like, whoa, that's the that's a large space and all that could fit in there for a reason why. So circle that back to the the now you can circle that back to the ecumenical councils and how they put the scriptures together. So this goes just like you just and said. This goes back to the conversations we have with other people where when you talk about certain things that are not controversial but that put people in a space of denial because they don't want to deal with the even the idea of questioning and you said you spoke about it earlier because it's too much invested lives are invested your whole identity has been invested <laughs> it is everything that you thought to know money's, money's been, invested. been invested why am i business gonna, this is why the slave owners like when slavery is abolished like so we just gonna you just think i'm just gonna stop all this no no we can no no it, it, it's y'all can do whatever y'all want to do but this this we're keeping this the same way because we don't want to go and really unpack and deal with the truth. So now when we talk about mm. the scriptures, when we talk about how things came to be, even the slaves, there was a slave Bible that the slave owners will omit certain things for them to see. <laughs> Just like the councils did, they understood. We want to have some of this because some of this can work in our favor, but the other stuff, mm. let's just remove that and give them to that. So to this day, we work with the majority of people read what? The King James Version, the 66 mm. books. So the question I always go back to is, what is missing? Because what that means, we're operating on a totally different level, a lower level than where we should be. Because there's some unseen, unheard things that were written in the original manuscripts that mm. generations of people are just unaware of. And when they hear it, it sounds like folklore. It sounds like fantasy world, but it was actually there. So one of these seminaries is going to say, you know what? We need to actually bring all the books. And and, and, and even the seminaries don't even touch it. <laughs> the cash flow. But the but these are the institutions that are birthing new and new priests and preachers that disseminate and give and teach people. I was one of them. You was one of them. We went mm-hmm. to seminary. But the beautiful thing is when you understand the ways of the Most High, the scripture talks about how Abram or Moses and Aaron knew the ways, but the children only knew the acts. They only knew the after the effect, but they didn't understand the way the Most High operates. That's why, I, you know, with our Back to Eden initiatives, exactly, our Back to Eden initiatives, our Back to Eden tours that we're um, gearing up to take, which we'll be doing our uh, first ones this year, um, which looks at the, the, the Holy Land or the Holy Land for us, <laughs> which it, your holy land would be the land that the most High has given you right no one gets mad at the um, other cultural groups the the like the brother was saying you have a a, a a spiritual leader looks like their particular group of people so the chinese have their um spiritual heads that look or resemble their cultural heritage and every other group but us have another person another group so it's this those are small signs to help chip away at the stronghold 
that that imagination that has been um, birthed or has been programmed into our thought process and our psyches that makes us feel like oh if you say this then that means you're, you're a reprobate and they're gonna you're not doctrinally correct and how, how can you say that this is wrong well let's look at the scriptures themselves if this book jasher if this book enoch is in there let's look at the book of enoch let's look at the book of jasher and see does it contradict does it align does it help give a little bit more clarity does it give the spectrum to the most highest ways that we can overstand that's why i love that term overstand to overstand what's happening and that's what i did over these past couple years is really sad with those books especially those three like i said jubilees jasher and enoch if you just go read through those books with an open heart just read through them and you're going to see a lot of similarities because jasher all it does is give you a wider range of what genesis is about genesis kind of gives you snapshot but jasher gives you full context on some of the storyline and teaches you more about um where these people and why certain things happen so when i would read genesis i'm like oh that sense. makes mm -hmm. sense because i didn't understand how this and this that the most high is opening those doors again he's sending his by his spirit to come and teach us his ways so that you can really understand the spiritual battle that is happening that has been happening since he got kicked out of heaven satan was kicked out of heaven to this earth realm and then he's going to be kicked out of this realm as well and he what he deceived one third now if there's billions of angels and he took a third of them principalities powers rulers of darkness of the world spiritual wickedness high places those are ranks lieutenants generals so forth and so on and then they have certain connection pieces to certain bloodlines and certain oaths that have been committed and connected to other groups of people so when people be like my demons you know my demons are da 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 it's true but the the cultural councils made it folklore made it feel like it's myth mythological or it can't be proven how are we what is what is the standard for proving conspiracy something? theories those are all silos to what downplay diminish so you don't look don't into it, it so then you stay in a, a level of blindness you ain't gonna never know if you have a shade of glasses on and it's blue shade and you're looking at the world and everything is blue Nobody can tell you that because you had them shades on for 30 years. And if somebody pulled them shades off, you are going to lose your mind because you're seeing other colors and thought it was blue all the time. And there's a shame that's involved, a fear, pride. There's so many different strongholds that they knew would counteract. If you cut through this cord, there was this thing that will happen. This will happen. So people don't even want to deal with that. Hold on, man. I raised my kids in the church. I did this. I did this. I'm a part of this church for 20 years. I've been a part of this. I've been. But once you start chipping away at words, like, well, would you even look at the name Jesus? Isn't that a Spanish name? Isn't that a Latin name? Oh, man. I remember the first time I saw a guy named Jesus. You're like, what in the world? How could they name their? <laughs> you see? That joint was like blasphemy. <laughs> of all the names. He chose Jesus, Jesus. You see how we we have idolized that name to put it on such a pedestal when in their language, that's that's their that's the name. <laughs> what do we do with that? Y'all tell me, what are you supposed to do with that? For me, I had to look deeper. I, all my friends would tell me stuff like my friends who were into like Kemet and stuff like that. They'd be like, man, you know, the story of Jesus has been told many times, a, a set and a root and um how she died and da, da, da. they was breaking all that down so i was mm -hmm. like yo Eesh. and then some of the a lot of the biblical stories came from other 
so-called religions <laughs> based in what the continent in the garden in Africa. So the, it's like it's a flip. It's like a, like it's almost like a, a fusion, a 2.0 version of this story. But we're going to give you the characters that look like this or say like this. That's why you got to go back to the beginning. What read Genesis one, two, and three very closely. What read exactly what it's saying, so you can understand what is happening. Then when you get to three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten now gives you a full view of all the different nations that came out of after the flood, and then it goes to Genesis twelve. It talks about Abraham, where most how was pretty much kind of starting over or reconnecting. But Adam is still most. I mean, um, Abraham was still from the seed of Adam. Where was Adam made? Can someone go look that up? Where was Adam made? According to the Bible, not people's translations. And where did they say he was made? That's the. That's that's the we didn't learn that in seminary. I've been in I was in seminary for years and no one went through that. And even the, it was skipped. Even through. they know when they pinpoint it back to this day. They don't mention. It. I don't care what church you go to. I don't know what nationality, heritage, ethnicity. No one tells you exactly where that was. And the question is, when I when I talk to other people, you get into these minor debates. Then it's like, why is it important? If it's not important, the people that you serve that gave you this information, they thought it was important enough to omit it. So it has to have some importance. You may not care because, go back to denial. Because if we, if we said Adam was was born, uh, uh, the whole idea of Adam was conceived and birthed in Germany, there would be no question at all. That would be perpetuated all across the world. It's Germany. But everybody knows it wasn't. And everybody knows where it was. But even on, in the garden, they don't even mention it to say, hey, this is the place. And that is the question. That's that mind control. Th that's, that's the that power of colonization and many people being on the land. But the most I said that was going to happen. He said they're going to they're going to trot in. Jerusalem will be desolate. Jerusalem will be desolate. It will be trodden down by the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. So then you, you see, have to ask yourself the who the Gentiles are. You, so everything you have to go back and look at the scriptures, look at history, look at what's happening right now, because everything remains the same. There's nothing new under the sun. It just shows up differently. So can you trace it? Can it? Is it traceable to a degree where your logic kicks in as well as spiritual understanding? We, they, they usually say when people go to church, they take off their thinking cap and and just submit to what they've been told because they've been told that, well, if you've been told something the whole time and just because four generations said the same thing, does it necessarily mean that it's the truth or that is real or is right? But if I keep telling you, Cole, you 80 years old, Hey y'all Cole's 80 years old. And it goes to a, it, it goes for the next 10, 15 years. And you're like, how can I be 80 if I'm da 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 da? But if a hundred million people think you're 80 years old, it? You're 80 years old. <laughs> Can't question <laughs> because that's the way we've been taught to think. Is whatever whoever minority uh, the majority says, then that's, that's the truth. When we're seeing nature is rebuttaling that on so many different levels. When you talk about landslides or whether it be fracking, all this stuff that's happening, global warming or the Earth responding in certain ways, it's the Earth has always done these things. But because we're like you said, creating concrete and doing all these different things that are mixing the chemicals of the, the compounds of the earth in a, a 
a non-sustainable or it's not in its original way, it's causing the earth to respond as well because the earth is alive as well. And the people who know the earth or who are supposed to be caretakers of the earth are not in their rightful place and doing what they're supposed to do. They've been scattered. They've been scattered, as the scripture said, because of our own disobedience. We didn't want to take care of the land, so the land is rebelling. And then the Most High is allowing other groups of people to chastise us, to bring us back into alignment so that we can do the will of the Father and to do what he commanded it, because that's what's going to happen at the end anyway. And that's why you're seeing all this wars and rumors of wars and people turning brother against brother. You're seeing that on a micro level to the macro level. So you see this reoccurrence of death, but the grace of the father is that he still kept a, he keeps a remnant and he kept his, he kept his blessing or his, his promise to ancestors and said, because of my covenant with you and what I said I was going to do, even in those times where you walk away from me, I'm going to bring you back to myself. So that's why a lot of us are waking up. We're wanting to get back to the continent. We're wanting to reconnect. We're wanting to find our roots. We're wanting to go into civilization. We're wanting to go back to our African traditions. What is that? That's just the return. That's the years of the return. The, the dry bones realigning itself. But now the Most High Spirit is, is moving through our actions. So no matter where we're waking up at, some of us are working, waking up from a scholarly standpoint through school or through uh, economic empowerment. All these things matter and they're good. But the ultimate one is the identity and knowing how you were made and who you were made from and what you are supposed to do in this round. Go back to what you just said, because um, you just said, said your reference, the firstborn killing mm -hmm. itself. Who, who who you consider when you say when you hear the firstborn who you who are you referring to or who do you think the, the scriptures were referring to firstborn would be once again go back to genesis chapter one genesis chapter two abram i mean uh adam adam and eve who were they where were they he said he made them from the dust of the ground from the soil this would look like soil to mm -hmm. me this looks like soil to me and it was east of the garden and they gave you location points and one of the location points was Ethiopia or Kush, which is Kushite, the Kushite Empire, which is Mizraim put. Those are all those on the eastern part, which is east. And then also in even in European scholarship, they said that what um, Lushi, the first bones or the oldest bones were found in Hadar, Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. So the firstborn of creation are the Afro peoples because all of us came from Africa, which I don't agree with. But I understand the concept because the first people were coming God. from that part because that's what the scripture right. says and that's what science has also identified as being true that ethiopia or that region not necessarily the specific state of ethiopia that has been uh, marginalized through um, borders and such like all of the countries in the continent because of different powers and peoples coming in to the land and dividing it berlin conference None of the Afro peoples were a part of the conversation. So you have the the dividing of the lines, the countries. We all know that those people have been spread out. So when he says the firstborn, meaning the first people that I birthed, the first ones that I created will come back to themselves mm -hmm. because I have a specific relationship with them. That's why he made us the mm -hmm. way we are. So even though we've been taught, we've been um, educated to hate ourselves. If you pull back from the brain, I mean, pull back from the the the, the narrative, we're very unique. Everything we do, people want to do.
period. Whether we hang sag our pants, whether we beat the drums a certain way, the way we talk, the way we move, they made that popular because everybody wants to do that. And then people capitalize on that thought process. But that's been happening since the beginning when our first people were scattered and brought here to work the land. We, We worked the land. And then what happened? Wealth came. We sing a certain way, the way we operate, the way we do things, but at the same time, so hated among the nations. If you put that group of people into the scripture, I know the names say the different names, whether it be Israel or all these different. I'm not arguing none of that. If you're Israelite, if you're a Jew, if you're this or you're that, cool. Not arguing any of that. I'm sticking with Genesis chapter two. This is the firstborn of creation. And then if you put that storyline to where we are right now and what has happened throughout history, it the scriptures will begin to make more sense from an Afro perspective. From the second chapter, Mosai didn't waste no time. Second chapter, and he did not allow the enemy, the devil, or anybody to maneuver that at all. Just like with Job, didn't he tell Satan, You could do whatever you want, but don't touch this and don't touch that? Mm-hmm. So, the things we see in the world, evil, good, as we perceive it the most high is still in charge of every single thing right and and that second chapter was set in stone if it's set in stone and it talks about a group of people from a certain region which is on the continent the garden aka africa that is the firstborn of creation so if you're the firstborn this book is a storyline about your heritage And you owe it to yourself to go into it yourself and ask the most high. If you wrote that about me, help me understand it for what it is. Because I know there's some truths in there and I feel connected to it. That's why most of us go to Mm -hmm. church. Most of us are very godly. Most of us. So there's different levels of that understanding. And those people in those councils understood that as well. So if we in these years of return say, if my people who will who are called, who are my firstborn, called by my name will humble themselves because we prideful, we stiff neck. That go. That's why it's so easy for us to be that, tricked and to worship other gods. That's the answer right there. That denial we're talking about. Humble. <laughs> humble. That means you got to look inwardly and understand, oh, I've been looking at this the wrong way. And pray. That's the, that is, mm-hmm. Seek my face. Then turn. So you have to do action. It's all action oriented. You have to begin to really look at it. But you first have to. You have to look at it inwardly. You have to, because at that point, that's when the conversion. That's when that mm-hmm. that that maneuvering takes base. Where then you can pivot and just like, oh, now you're open. You avail yourself to a newer understanding and to the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth is there if you want it. It's there. The word would never die. It's there. Regardless of who the messenger is, the word is there. <laughs> it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It can cut through anything. It can cut through any BS. It is there. <laughs> it's up to you if you want to accept the truth. It's hard. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's hard. Because mm. you have to humble yourself. People don't want to humble Because this culture, what does it teach us? Me. Me only. Mm. Get me. Isolation. Me individualism about me i gotta look out for me i'm i care about me da, 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 me 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 that's like what one of my brothers said in the in the in his podcast that's the daddy syndrome mm. satan has been dealing with daddy issues from the beginning so that's why in order to be one of his stars or to be you have most of the people have daddy issues mm. authority authority yep yep and then going authority. back to the reference that you made in the book of Jasher about the firstborn, what killing mm-hmm. off themselves. What do mm-hmm. we see in our society now? When we think about death 
we think of decadence and crime, what's the picture that comes in your mind? So when you talk about the multiplication times 20 and how it's intensified, that is an identity piece associated with only a particular group of people. Not Chinese, not Asian, not Scandinavian. No, we all know what they're talking about. So if that is the illusion we get in our mind, once again, firstborn of creation, this is about you. This is about us. What is it about us that needs to be revealed that we need to know? This is a history that we need to really be investing in. Not the stuff that's told to us, but we need to go find it. Shout out to, I always, every time we talk anything regarding the garden, shout out to Dr. Ofori Ansa and Dr. Atasafo. Groundbreakers. You don't understand him depicting the nativity scene, not nativity scene, but the Last Supper with all black people. (laughs) You don't know how, if I see it to this day, I'll have to shake his head. Because you don't know how impactful. Because we used to stand and look at it like, man, all these white Jesus, he made the he made the Last Supper right there in the front of the church. He sculpted it through art, our natural abilities and talents. And that was, was really reason. powerful because no, it was never talked about either. Never. No one ever said, "Let's talk about it from a uh, a bloodline or from a cultural standpoint." It was there. It was already big. He made such a huge skeptic. They're not going to take it down. So it was beautiful how the Most High moves through everything. But we were still in our mind thinking of the savior to be from a different culture or a different race. So what does that ultimately make you feel like you can never save yourself. You can never be godlike. You can never be perfect. You can never be good. You can never be worth anything. But when the savior looks like me and I look like him, what does that do to your confidence? What does that do to your ability? When you think the, the son of God looks like me and then the sun shines and I receive all the nutrients at a high level at the highest levels in humanity, did creation, did the most high make me as a mistake? Is that a mistake? How can that be a mistake when there's tr- million, billions, billions of us, mm. billions all over the world, be billions people. Mm-hmm. So for those who say it's not important, once again, it's not important. When we look at the so-called dominant culture, if the epitome, the highest order, the symbol in all of the world's religions that is like from the crusades just going all through all the nations missionaries included if that is the picture you put in front of the people there's a reason for that mm-hmm. it's called subservitude it makes you feel less than an inferior so you begin to look and idolize what well, Jesus looks like that God looks like that too don't look like me so therefore I'm always going to be less than and you wonder why they have a superior superiority complex because they have they have given us gods and idols that look just like them blonde hair and blue eyes and you wonder why you worship them all across the globe all across the globe everyone worships them because they have been able to understand how they mix that identity that symbolism into what we call religion that people worship because we, mm-hmm. we have, it's that god complex mm-hmm. So, but just imagine if that symbol looked like you like Kanye you said, you couldn't be able to tell me nothing. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> and it's done on purpose. They have the Af- they have the black Nazarene. Mm-hmm. They they they. I mean, you know, some of the stuff some may feel that it's um, uh, a lot of ritual, but the fact is that they worship a black Christ. They that, that makes sense. Back to the firstborn of creation, or go back to the Adam. He's the second Adam. What did Adam look like? I mean. The numbers, even in the the way we've been taught to 
critically think through things from an English perspective or from a, a Western perspective, the numbers aren't adding up and the spells are being broken because the most I said it would in these days. And as these plagues and things begin to turn up, what the devil likes to do is to try to counteract and make it seem like he's, he's trying to get in front of it to throw things off so that you, 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 you can't discern the ways of the most high. Cause you remember when, when the children were first coming out, the firstborn were coming out of Egypt, which was an internal war. That was Hootsie Tootsie. That was inbred fighting. What, as it's always been colonization only came in when two groups of people were fighting, two tribes were fighting amongst themselves. And then someone came in and played both sides and gave this person this and said this. And well, he said this. And then once you get them to fight, you could take both of them. So when Moshe was in in the times of of coming uh, to set the people free after 400 years of slavery, what happened? He would put his snake down and the enchanters, the snitches, the, the copycats, the, the, copycats, mm -hmm. the soothsayers, the sorcerers, mm -hmm. the magicians were able to do the same thing. And it looked like it was the same. That's it. But Moses is... Yep. Snake would eat up their snakes. And then the plagues began to pick up where the Most High separated himself from the mm. other gods or the fallen angels, the, the archangels that had been a, a, a part of um, the fall or had rebelled, which Enoch talks about. Enoch gives names. He yep. talked about Zazel, Aziel, and um, Gadriel, and Simjaza, and all these different ones who taught the sons of men how to do, to work roots, how to create metals. How to do all these different things. Because you have to think about it. Human beings are not... How do we know the earth like this? How will mm -hmm. we know the earth to create, to to actually destroy it? That came from our own wisdom, mm -hmm. human wisdom. Mm -hmm. And we're so stupid that we can fight in the pen, but when we get outside the pen, we kill each other. But in the pen, we're like, nah, we're we going to be friends in here because it's only us. But when we get back out there, we beefing again. It's all brainwashed. All brainwashed. Now you're right. It's all brainwashed. It's all brainwashed or certain law says we're supposed to do this, but in other contexts, it's this. Who made these rules up? Start from scratch. Somebody <laughs> made it up for their own invested interest. There you go. And we just So why it. aren't we doing the same thing? By the power of the spirit, though. See, we don't have to fight. And I was talking to uh, one of my partners earlier today, and we was talking about, uh, he was saying that we use, and I don't agree with everything Martin Luther King did, but he did do some really key things. In that he said, I have a dream. He had a vision. He, he was a futurist. And he was able to maneuver, although he had to pay a physical price, whether it be, I'm talking about before the assassination, but going to jail all that times he did. Um, and this is Juneteenth. You know, this is being recorded, but this is Juneteenth. So shout out to our uh, diasporans, our African-American, us as Afro peoples in the diaspora who didn't know they were freed until I think in Texas, I believe that they realized even after slavery, because people didn't want to let it go. <laughs> they didn't know. But anyhow, Martin Luther King was able to change the trajectory of a nation and open the door for all minority, quote unquote, minority within this context, because in reality, not minority groups, because mm -hmm. we're in the billions, like I said earlier, majority. But Okay, cool. So the 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 marginalized or underestimated peoples um, were able to maneuver and have a sense of civil rights to a, a, a degree without ever using any physical weapons through the power of word, through spirit. And the Most High said 
in the book to the people who are the firstborn mm -hmm. that your weapons are not carnal. You don't have to use physical weapons. You can use the word. Mm -hmm. But if you're not hip to the ways of the most high, you're trying to follow the ways of the nations, just like uh, you said earlier, um, Lot's wife got what? Turned to a pillar of salt because she wanted to be like everybody else. Couldn't let it go. Couldn't let it go. Couldn't let it go. Yeah, that's that, that's riveting. I think I think us as a people, you know, day by day, we just have to constantly be in the mode of uh, humility mm -hmm. and keeping an open heart to want to know and understand the truth however it comes you just have to be avail yourself to it because the, the world is big and now there's a lot there's a lot that has to be unpacked there's a lot that has to be revisited and at the end of the day it's only to our benefit but we have to understand and know who we are and whose we are because just like and i loved growing up in an african household there was always this responsibility and pressure if per se that's put on the so-called eldest or the firstborn. You are in first place. It is your job to make sure your brothers, your sisters, and everybody that comes after you that they're cared for. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and it's being the firstborn of creation, it's on us. That's why the price is so heavy on people. People don't understand we want fairness and equality, but you understand because you don't, we don't know our position, we want to be treated like the underlings. We want to be cheated like we're fourth or fifth in line. We were not. You're up top. We look down. We set the standard. That's why Migos, they get rid of that song. We set the trends. Like everybody follows everything that we do for a reason. We don't follow them. We're told and we capitulate to them, but we don't follow them. We have mm -hmm. to understand who we are and begin to move that way all across the globe. Starting today, when you hear the words, this is the iron sharpener of iron. This is where we learn from one another. This is our, us challenging us to go back into the scriptures, to re-risit, but look at it from a different lens. And to then, just as people make record, go read the book of Jasher. Go seek out those lost books for yourself to come to a better understanding of, huh, why did the council do this? And then looking at all these European councils who made themselves the authoritative body to determine what people should reference and what they should not reference. <laughs> this is what we really have to pay attention to you know so but we thank the lord and we thank god for allowing us to be a part of the world today we could have been born in any other time in history but we're here today we're here in a unique space and you know today is a new day and it's going to be the beginning to our future so you know what are some last thoughts you have there brother yeah um i, I think you 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 sealed it is that uh, the Bereans in the book of Acts, they searched out a matter. Even when Paul, who came through, whose name was Saul, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but that's a whole nother conversation, and that he has most of the books um, in the New Testament, but never met the Savior. So that's that's something that has to be considered and understood, and that's not to downplay the New Testament in any way. It's just knowing how to read it mm -hmm. so that you can understand like you said, because most of the ecumenical councils were built around the New Testament. They don't they can't really touch the old, quote unquote, testament because it's it's so it's so lathered in cultural identity and bloodline that is very difficult. That's why they said it's not about the it's for all of us now. And that was the message of Paul that it was no longer but he even said that he hasn't forgotten his people. He's still doing the work with his people. And if anybody who's been forgotten or seems to be have been forgotten in this world 
is the 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 FBCs, the ones who are uh, the firstborn uh, from the continent, have always been at the bottom of the totem pole, have been in the captivities, uh, who are singing a song, um, a dearth of of a song that he said, why why should I sing a song, being that I'm in a strange land, and I cried every time I thought about the Holy Land, the land where I came from, Jerusalem. Mm. Let the let it be. Um, let let it be. Um, he said, "Let my, the tongue of my mouth, uh, the tongue, be cleaved to the roof of my mouth." If I forget where I came from, mm. so when you see us twerking or you see us doing anything we doing, it's still our culture, but the energy is just misdirected. Even like that brother's talking about the warrior energy. When you find us in D.C. or in Chicago, or wherever it may be, and you see us in in violent stages, it's because that misappropriation of energy. And people, um, and and years and years of systematic oppression that has thrown off the equilibrium. Yet the Most High still has His hand, still protecting, still guiding, still strengthening, preserving the people, preserving His firstborn, His creation, whom He loves. If no one else loves, we know for sure by action, by the fact that we are still here. Like you said. We are still here right now. It lets you know that the Most High loves us. They have been plotting and moving against the Holy Land or against the land of our forefathers for years and years and years. And yet still, it still keep producing more diamonds, more gold, more. It doesn't run out. Doesn't run out. Land it ain't going to run honey. out. I'm milking it, honey. <laughs> it doesn't stop. We're just not, a, we're just not a, a, a vindictive type of, it's not in our nature to be that way. But obviously, you know, we do have those portions to it because all human beings have done those sorts of things. So I'm not trying to paint us like, oh, we're the victim. We ain't no victims because we played a huge role on our end of 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 um, of, um what's the word I'm looking for? We we were co um, collaborative in the, the slave trades. We were um, condoning it in many ways because the Most High told us certain things and we rebelled against the Most High. So then those curses or those those negative things began to infect impact us and it has been for generations but he said he would do this cleanse so now that we're waking up and those books are being revealed when was the last you heard about the book of jasher maybe like the past five ten years you know about no book of jasher no book of enoch all these books but the most high brought them to the surface but they've been there for a long time because like i said earlier they've been in the um the um ethiopian canon for all this time but it wasn't really revealed to us to really fill a, a drawing to go there. But the Most High knew that at the right time. Because even when you start the book of Enoch, it says this is written to the generations. Not right now, but that will come in the future. So he was already speaking to us about what was going to happen because he understood that cyclical nature because he was right before the flood and he saw the wickedness at its highest levels when the Nephilims and the giants that were made um, when the, the crossbreeding of angelic hosts mixing with physical human um, bodies and sleeping with the daughters of men and creating these giants who would devour the sons of man when they didn't do what they yeah. want to do they yeah. would devour them so that seed line is still in the earth today and when you do your study you begin to really understand the way things are and you can look at it from a spiritual perspective so as you said I want to encourage you to move into those books we're going to be doing studies on those books we are doing studies on those books we'll be doing um uh dedicated times where we would walk into those spaces and really begin to 
search out the matter. Like I said earlier, the Bereans searched out the matter and they didn't just give in to whatever someone said. 